the character that they're cooking up for him it's a it's it's just a remake of the martin <laughs> the martin black knight yeah. that's what i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping that the kit harrington version <laughs> is a remake of the martin lawrence version. they should have cast present day martin lawrence that'd be pretty <laughs> fun like really out of breath like pretty <laughs> yeah uh it's weird he wore all the costumes for every character (laughs) i know it's i'm just thinking big mama's house sure no let's get let's get a marvel movie where martin lawrence is every character where he's he's large mother (laughs) famous marvel cinematic character large mother it's (laughs) i don't Um, know yeah yeah the eternals are right it's i watched it and then i watched the post credit scene and i was like did they use fiverr to cgi Patton oswald's character in the post credit (laughs) scene (laughs) i've never seen worse cgi it literally looked like dobby in like the the first time he showed up in harry potter yeah big dobby he's a a drunk dobby at the end of eternal he's like a drunk assistant to another one of the eternals who's played by harry styles yeah, yeah, that's cool. true. Oh, they were, that's so weird because the camera paused on him like I was supposed to know who it was, but I was just like, I don't, it's a yeah. guy, it's another guy. Harry Hang Styles, on. also the name of Kit Harrington's look. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, welcome to Fight Island, the podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place. My name's Jordan Dahl. I'm Sam Wiles. And joining us back, returning to the island, Fight Island Survivor, Kyle Ayers is here. Thank Kyle, you. Thank you for having me again. Welcome again. back. We're t- again. That was a little, that was a bit of an Australian <laughs> yes, that's, there. <laughs> that's what, how audio engineers say again. <laughs> that's Kyle's audition for the Eternals. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. <laughs> I had a weird oh, wow. Week. The accent worked. I had a weird weekend of like catching up on the bad Marvel movies because I had a bunch of art to do. So I was like, roll them, roll them. Yeah. And I was like, let's do Eternals. My overall take was that wasn't as bad as everybody said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, I, I watched uh, Black Widow. My overall take was this is way worse than anybody told me. <laughs> I've never seen a movie that I was like, this movie came out eight years after it should have. Right? So yes. weird. Because it has the same plot as basically the early, like a Captain America one, Iron Man. Yeah. And like the only one else that Doctor Strange got away with being late because it was so pretty. Yeah. 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 Uh speaking of movies that came Marvel movies that came out way too late mm. than what they were intended, I did see Morbius alone Ooh. yesterday. Yeah, what? I would have gone to see Morbius with you, dude. I sometimes forget you moved back. <laughs> 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 The problem, I think the thing that not a lot of people know about Morbius. Jordan come all the way from Denver to see Morbius. (laughs) Morbius, they're only selling single tickets to a theater. You have to see it alone. They sell you one ticket in the dead center. It was me and two other alone men. Okay. (laughs) We thought about, we thought about saying we were together, but none of them wanted to do it. They said, no, no, a man, a man must endure this alone. No one wants proof they were at Morbius. I did uh, see someone tweet a picture where they said only one other person at Morbius. I tried to take a picture of him. My flash went off. And it's just like this man. It, it looks like the end of like the Blair Witch Project. There's just a man like in our, like hunched over. It is. Uh, just sweating I have never felt, and vibrating. I've never felt more freedom to take my phone out at the movies. So funny. And just film it. <laughs> Uh, the I was idea, just like nobody cares about this. The I was idea in the back, bro. I was on my phone about half the movie. 
opening the door to a showing of Morbius and it's just like that scene in I Am Legend where all the vampires <laughs> are sleeping. I would like to go see it at the Arclight just so someone has to explain the rules to me before I see Morbius. <laughs> if you're here from Jared's cult, we, we've been over this, please. No one's allowed to bring a rat in a box. Uh, you guys should see it just because like the dialogue is like a lower level car commercial. Oh, I can't wait to see it, like Sam. Most, com- most commercials are like better at making people sound yeah. like how people talk. Incredible. And like this, it's, it's so, it feels like a robot who, but like robot, the robot, uh, English is the robot second language. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> It's a translation robot that was they, they put Blade in Google Translate, put it in Chinese, and then put it back to English, and this is what the yeah. script is. It's like some of because it's like devoid of humor and like yeah. should, should be funny. And Crazy. So some of some of the jokes they put it like in in post that like you hear him say, but you don't see him say it because you could tell they were like, oh, there should buddy. be a humorous beat here. We'll be like he like shows up to like yeah. beat some guys up and steal their lab, and he's like, leave all the lab equipment. Yeah. Oh, and that bag of hot Cheetos. What? <laughs> well, what people don't know is Morbius was originally supposed to be Chris D'Elia, so they had to CGI him out the entire thing. <laughs> they used a lot of green screen techniques. Yeah, just like in Superman. Chris D'Elia is a bit of a human mustache. <laughs> right, he was supposed they? to be Zod. <laughs> it's a bit of a greasy mustache. Um, Boy, uh, yeah, Sam, that sounds amazing. I'm pretty sure this will hurt our friendship that you went without me. Let's go ahead and do the podcast, though. The last one. Wow. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, We are not fighting Marvel. Marvel. uh, Marvel failures? Failure. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think they'll do that for you. Today. Yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. They're fighting their own battle. You do do Fight Island boxers? (laughs) (laughs) Fight Island current UFC middleweights. (laughs) Tyson or Holyfield? <laughs> That's Bite Island. It's just fantasy boxing. Um, Fight, Fight, Island. Fight Island. Fight Island. Fight Island. <laughs> Fight Island. 2007 Detroit Pistons and 2007 Indiana Pacers. Okay, we are in fact fighting. Uh, this is a bit of a strange episode. If you're just joining us, any Kyle heads uh, just joining the show will be slightly confused but these are the normal rules and uh then i'll I'll tell sam what is happening with this specific episode so what's about to happen is basically a big game of who would win in a fight between we are going to talk about fighters uh who have been predetermined this time by the process that sam will explain and uh we'll talk about strengths and weaknesses ultimately we will vote on uh which fighter we think wins each round uh and we'll move on to the next round for to hopefully crown a champion of the past four weeks that's been happening um it is video game rules which just means anything goes old people can fight gay people men can fight women dogs can fight babies whatever needs to happen in order for the island to taste the justice that keeps keeps the people here employed on uh it's about job creation and i think it's about yeah these are gop rules we're playing off of here Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Sam, why don't you tell them what we're fighting this week? Okay, so uh, just we're going to do a little uh, March Mad Men recap. So yes. if you're just tuning in, uh, for this month, our last four episodes, uh, we fought a 32-fighter 
you know, uh, NCAA tournament style bracket seated one through eight of Mad Men. The and Mad each quadrant, bracket. each quadrant of eight was uh, was a different definition of the idea of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. One was literally Mad Men, um, like Angry Men. Cast. Well, oh, the cat, the cat yes. of I guess literally doesn't make sense. It's yeah. kind of literally. Yeah, we're, ma- <laughs> we're masters of word. One was literally that metaphorical title. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kyle. We fought the cast of Mad Men most recently, and and the victor uh, out of that was number four seed, uh, Joan Holloway. Smart is Joan coming Holloway. out of that, coming out of that region. Uh, and then we also fought, uh, uh, and we fought, and we fought that with the round ball rock guys, Sean Keane. And Joey mm-hmm. Divine. Um, and then another bracket was uh, Mad Men, as in like mad, as in insane. Those mm-hmm. are most uh, <laughs> cancelable, probably, of this bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we Yet. picked like, like movie, movie insane people. Mm-hmm. And the victor of that bracket uh, was Norman Bates, the number Norman seven. Bates, seed the maddest man. Out of that region. Uh, we did that with um, uh, uh, Jake Bender and Zach Dunn from mm-hmm. What We Do in the Shadows, and that was very fun. And then uh, we fought Matt Men, which is just mm-hmm. men named Matt, mm-hmm. with Dana mm-hmm. Donnelly and Matt Damon, the number mm-hmm. one seed, kind of the duke of the whole thing. He really bore an identity his way through yeah. that whole thing. Just crushed Matthew Lillard's spine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then our last uh, bracket was Upset Men, as mad as yes. in upset. Angry Men. And I have been, I think I erroneously uh, recapped this in the last episode. Where I said Bobby Boucher was the winner. It actually wasn't. The number seven seed, Jackie Gleason, won a squeaker over. Oh my four. God, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Old Jackie Gleason J- slash Ralph Cramden. So Old I guess it's Ralph Cramden. Gleason yeah. jumping out of 50s television right so we into had two, this, this bracket. So we had two seven seeds make it to the final four. A real. Uh, yeah. So um, our first fight today is going to be. Who would win a fight between uh, number one seed in his region, Matt Damon, versus number seven seed in his region, Ralph Cramden? Okay. Cramden v. Damon. I mean, on the surface, it feels like Matt Damon is going to mop the floor with this guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Matt Damon is, is hard to... Now, for anyone... Seen fight so much. Does anyone... Ralph Cramden hit men? <laughs> yes. And... And does can he actually follow through on this threat to punch people to the moon, or is that all talk? I think on Fight Island he can hit people to the moon. I think you're right. Well, I the thing is, I know Matt Damon can survive all the way on Mars for a long period of time. <laughs> so, he's, can, did he this hit Matt true. Damon to the moon with uh, bags of feces and potatoes? Now, I would say no. <laughs> I would say no. But also, it's he's not going as far as Mars, and we're done with the moon. We're kind of never going back there. Right. So nobody will find it. Stupid moon. Dumbass moon. It's all used up. He can really punch Matt Damon all the way to a soundstage in Burbank. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my grandfather worked on the moon landing. Craft services. (laughs) He made the cheese. That's a good joke. Um, (laughs) uh, I I mean, I don't see a way that, I mean, Cramden. Okay. Sam, Ralph Samden, for anybody who's not <laughs> over 53, who's Ralph Cramden? Uh, Ralph Cramden is the uh, the husband from The Honeymooners, the first sitcom, really, the archetype that 
the Flintstones came from and uh, is, every Kevin James since. He is Kevin James. He is Fred Flintstone. He is uh, freaking, who was Roseanne's husband? Dan. Dan, Dan, Dan Connor. Connor. It's sort well, of like really. if I Love Lucy didn't have uh, Desi. Yeah. But it was just, yeah. if there was nothing interesting about him, but he was violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, although, jeez, uh, did you see that movie? Like the, like coming up, growing up Ricardo? I watched something? a little bit of it and it's fun because who knew that everyone talked exactly the same with yeah. the funniest, smartest thing they could possibly think ready on the tip of their tongue at every moment. Oh, they were so, everybody was so ready for life back then. It's just crazy. Every, Every morning, re- a, re- a quick round of zip, zap, zop over breakfast, and you're ready to get out there. I always said, I bet the set of I Love Lucy sounds exactly like behind the scenes of a 2013 newsroom. <laughs> That's what I always said. Everyone talks exactly like that. I am, and like, trying to find a nice and gentle way to say this. Uh, what's the name of the woman who plays uh, Lucy, I don't know. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> the most famous, one of the most famous woman alive. Yes, yes. What's the name of the guy who runs the country America? What's, what's the name? Uh, um, what's that guy going by? She's getting sm- smoother and uh, taller in a way that seems like she's being <laughs> like genetically. She age is. Reverse. She is kind she of aging. Slenderman. She's aging yes. like people explain black holes in YouTube videos. Yes. Where it's like, <laughs> she looks. She seems like she's getting shark cartilage or something. It's like you as know? you approach the black hole, you'll become longer and thinner, and time won't won't be perceived the same. And it's like, oh, wow. I also yeah. I also imagine being in a room with her is kind of like looking directly at a black hole. Like you can only see her from certain angles. Like you have to, Light you is just trapped around her. <laughs> Yeah, you have to hit her with certain. She has a certain gravity, ass. <laughs> what makes her a great well, uh, actress? She's mostly negative space. That's what it's nice. Yeah, I think she she was fine until Kubrick made her do one take six hundred and forty eight times, <laughs> and then she's just stuck in a time loop yeah. of explaining a fling with a sailor. He snapped yeah. her. Yeah, then it turned her into Negative Man from Spider Man. <laughs> hey, all right, <laughs> nice pull, Sam. Uh, okay, I think uh, weirdly enough, so. I could see Ralph Cramden pulling out some kind of dazzling, graceful, hilariously choreographed, pratfall-filled fight that has has won out in the past. We know he's a violent man. We know he is an unscrupulous liar. We know he is uh, he's down there on the streets. He's a bus driver, so you know he's thrown mm-hmm. a couple of people off of that bus. But I just don't think at the end of the day he's Jason Bourne. And that's not to say that, that I think <laughs> that I think Jason Bourne is a real person. This strikes me. <laughs> this strikes me as one of those, uh, uh, could LeBron play in the sixties? And it's like, yeah, he'd be the best player ever by far. The 800th yeah. best player would be the best player in the sixties by far. Yeah. yeah. I he think would, yeah, yeah, yeah. actual Matt Damon, people. Matt Damon would do a push up. <laughs> yeah. He would do. And Ralph Cramden would be like, ah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you hey, doing up, over get there? Get up, stupid! You can't you dodge. <laughs> Ralph the, the only thing is, the only thing I think is that Jackie Gleason was funny, and Matt Damon would really like to be funny. 
Ooh. So is Matt Damon a little in awe and gets maybe caught up in trying Boy, to be funny? He is like a television legend. It would too. turn into that scene from Ocean's 12 where the George Clooney and Brad Pitt are being funny with vernacular and Matt Damon, they're pranking him. And he, they, yeah. he's just going along with it. Very, you know, you remember the movie we all know the details of. <laughs> you remember the vernacular gags? You remember the Oceans movie where the whole plot happened off screen before the movie and then rich people hung out and then it just showed you what had happened? Fucking hell. People yeah. love those movies. I guess the very, I guess the thing I remember most about the, the about Oceans 11 is uh the humorous dialogue not, not that it's what uh so we have to wonder whose rules are we fighting off of ralph cramden's rules from like 1955 television where there can't really think, be blood there can't really be you know you have the violence is subdued the or are we going off of uh born identity rules where it's like you shove a pen through someone's throat see that's the thing and cramden is the threat of violence is always there <laughs> but he is he is a bit of a he is a bit of a coward at the end of the day. He Yeah, he he, ne he never follows through, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> he, he never follows through with his threat to kill his wife as a bit. To punch her yeah. into the moon. Uh, this he wife the wife he loves. Threat to punch who, his wife to space. And who puts up with his fat idiot so the last episode he punches her to space and it's just a Twilight Zone like push like uh, crossover <laughs> episode. There's a what if I told really you? There's a really funny Futurama gag where they go to the moon and it's been like Disneyfied and they're like the history of the moon and it's like it all started with a man named Ralph Cramden. He's like, <laughs> he's like one of these days, Alice, bang, zoom, straight to the moon. That's so funny. <laughs> and he's like, no, he was an actor and he was just using space travel. As and imagine how hard he had to hit her to make her go straight there, to not even use like yeah. a curved trajectory yeah, with how everything's use, moving. He wasn't even using yeah. Kepler's law. This is like, man. the only person really to hit someone straight to the moon might have been Goku. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying is if he can connect, it's going to be a real deal thing, but I, I think it, this is Fight Island, and it does it enhances your fighting energies. Yeah. And if he if he gets that, then I mean Matt Damon's coming with all of that born identity shit. He's going is going to be so full of pens by the end of this thing. <laughs> you know how, many, how many pens you can fit in that guy? I think Ralph Cran will say something like, "Is this fight right or wrong?" And then Matt Damon will kill him with pens, and he'll go, "Looks like it's right." <laughs> I, I love the idea of of like. Matt Damon eating a salad or something and crammed. It's like, what are you doing? What is this guy? What, is he a horse? Is he a horse or a man? Yeah. I don't know. He's so confused by health. He's eating one of those big steaks with the bone that looks yeah. like a cartoon bone. Yeah. yeah. He's never seen a plate without steak or eggs on it. It's yeah. like very confusing. Steak and it's eggs, breakfast, person. eggs, lunch, steak, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Three breakfasts a day. The Ralph Cramden oh. way. Okay, I think, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I think we're all leaning the same direction here, right? It's really hard not to go Damon, even just from, like, the actor versus the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. even naked in a like, pit. Like, Gleason v. Damon on the Paramount lot, it's like... See, now that I don't know. <laughs> if they're naked in a pit, Gleason's got that old 50s weird kind of yeah. ro ropey whiskey and cigarettes. All right, come on. Come I on. just th I just think that Peter's out too, and Damon is all uh, is all endurance. His whole yeah, life, he's a I trainer. think. He's he's a yeah. trainer. Yeah. He, he's 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 got a trainer. He's and so he, disciplined. Also, if they yeah. were like, "You're gonna fight," Matt Damon would like get ready. Yeah, he would. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would. And uh, uh, Jackie Gleason, there's no preparation there. I bet he's yeah. one of those guys. They like, 
if there's not cue cards that say like colon punch colon. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like late yeah, Brando yeah. where yeah. you just have to f- hide the lines around the room and, so he yeah, can read them as he walks. Cut around it. Absolutely. I feel, yeah. And I think Matt Damon can be counted on to maybe drink water leading up to the fight. <laughs> or at any point yeah. in his crypto prior, career. Or any point prior to. Yeah, if it's, if it's like 78 degrees on Fight Island, Jackie Gleason's boned because like you can only yeah. sweat out so much whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, burn it up here. 78 degrees, Gleason. Huh. Give me a drink. What's that in okay. centigrade? I'm calling it. My God. <laughs> My God. Get him out of here. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Matt Damon plowing through. Yeah. This is the one okay. to stop. Damon's the one to stop. He's, uh, he's, oh, he's, God. And he, and you know, he's being charming and like shaking everybody's hand. Mr. Gleason's just uh, polite to meet you, you know? The problem is he talks yeah, to yeah, you for three absolutely. minutes and you don't even realize it's a crypto ad. Yeah. <laughs> He, you're just like, yeah, it is about the risks I don't take. And he's like, so put all your money in a website. I'm Matt Damon. It's so polite to meet you. <laughs> um, okay. What, what's the next uh, the next seed, Sam? Okay. And then the other final four matchup is from Mad Men, Joan Holloway versus, from Mad as in insane, Norman Bates. Okay. Interesting. So there's one thing I would say if there's anything that is Norman Bates kryptonite, it is motherly women. Yes. Mm. As as Jake Bender said in that episode, he's got a thing for mommy. And it's wow. not good. And if there's one person I called mommy while watching television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All she- Boy, all it shook she, out shook out tough for old norman i think here all she has to do is show up if she's wearing like a shawl around her head as she is wont to do uh that's yeah. gonna that's gonna imagine if she gonna, calls him normie oh it's gonna haywire him he's gonna go completely, yeah he's gonna start commenting like a reddit guy he's, <laughs> he's gonna start behaving like she's a stand-up clip of a woman and he's just gonna start spewing nonsense without understanding it He's going to rip his own dick off and throw it at her like a rotten tomato. And in just in a straight-up fight, I think she would beat him up. Yeah, truly. She's yeah. got him on the way. Oh, boy, this is going to be – This is going to. I think this is going to be a short one. But, you know – Norman Bates is a murderer. <laughs> he is a murderer, and he murders women. Sometimes – Look, for my own notes, is there ever a scene in Mad Men where she takes a shower? I don't know. <laughs> she okay. plays accordion. That's pretty close. What? <laughs> Let me look at the detailed uh, Mr. Skin log I have. Yeah, you've of. got it in a fucking page. So there's you've got a, there, it saved. If you ever watched BattleBots, they would show you the two robots beforehand, and mm-hmm. inevitably, it would always be one robot that was like a murder bot with like a flamethrower and a stabby, like, uh, like a pickaxe yeah. on the top, and this would be huge, and its name would be like mm-hmm. the incinerator of death. Mm-hmm. And then there'd be another robot called like Erica, and the other robot would just be a wedge that was like very sleek and driven mm-hmm. well. And the wedge would win every single time because the, the, the death bot was so vulnerable to what it was vulnerable. And that's flipping over on its back. That's a really good analogy. And so I think I like Norman Bates is he could probably if he got in a fight against another death bot, then maybe there's a chance if he got in a yeah. fight against another person like him, maybe there's a chance. But it's his biggest vulnerable thing is like a a, a powerful woman mm-hmm. anyone motherly mm-hmm. and just someone smart yeah and, <laughs> and she's, she's all of those 
and she is from his era. She understands mm-hmm. he like wants to eat like ham salad. Yeah. She uh, she also just outsmarts men on the whole run of Mad Men. That is her thing. Okay, so smarting sociopathic. So basically, man. basically, I was gonna say that if she if if she ever steps in a shower, he's gonna try to murder her. Uh, I just think Joan Holloway. I'm imagining her going to the Bates Motel though. And I'm imagining how different that scene would have gone down if it was Joan Holloway in the shower. Uh, <laughs> and it's a different, she's harder to murder. She would like, she's not yeah. going to get stabbed repeatedly without like fighting back. She might, you might nick her and then it's on. See, I even think there's no way that even if it's like the Vince Vaughn Norman Bates, there's no mm-hmm. chance. Cause if there's one thing Joan Holloway's good at, it's listening to men wax on about bullshit for so long sure. that they tire themselves <laughs> out. So I just sure. don't see any way anyone who's portrayed, she's, she played the men's game better than them the whole time. Yes. Boy, maybe he comes to Saber and she stabs him through the shower curtain. Oh, absolutely. She's like, I've been watching you for days, Norman. She would come to he would come to stab her and she would be dressed in the other room putting earrings on. She would already be so far <laughs> yeah. ahead of whatever his plan yeah. was. because she, she has set to up, show up early, stay late, play the she, game. She set up a Michael Jordan cutout on a, on a train <laughs> that was going around on the inside of the She home alone him. She home alone him. And then he comes in and he's like, "Mother, I'll kill you." I lo- I love the idea that she's come to stay at the at the Bates Motel, and uh, and she clocked Norman immediately, and he's been like stalking her, like like trimming a piece of her hair at night and sure. smelling it and all kinds of weird shit. And she's just been she clocked him immediately, and she's been waiting for him to try to murder her. And when he comes into her room to to kill her, it's like the door like locks behind him, you know, that yeah. kind of situation. She she does it amongst getting ready for something else. I just think yeah. that his hardest part is going to be getting her to, <laughs> while she's getting ready for work. The hardest part for him is going to be getting her to go to a motel. That's going to be the, <laughs> that might yeah. be difficult to get her on his turf. Sure. I don't, and I don't see Norman Bates navigating the plaza. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think she, yeah. I think she's It'll there. Like, a shifty guy out of here. Jesus. He's Christ. like dressed up as room service. Like we know you don't work here. <laughs> of course I do. I somebody in room three nineteen ordered knives. <laughs> he opened. He takes yeah, the lid off of the thing, and it's a bunch of yeah. knives on the platter. Hot like, knives. Those are medium rare. <laughs> Covered in yeah. They got a little sprinkle dusting of cilantro. I just this is like this is an unfortunate mismatch. Like when one you know two teams lock yeah. up, and it's just a team with a crazy pass rush versus a team with no offensive line. That's what we yeah. got going on here. Absolutely. It's like yeah. a, it's a real um the two seven seeds like really kind of ran out of steam getting to the final four mm-hmm. and then just get creamed by two like real contenders. All right, it's like been two I think clean sweep. Seven here. seeds lost, yeah. Uh Joan Holloway is gonna take it. She is the maddest man. She goes uh-huh. on to face Matt Damon. This is someone whose nickname is Red versus someone who probably went to high school with a lot of guys who went by Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's uh, Kyle. You don't know this, but Damon has been kind of saving his Bostonian uh, gear. <laughs> I literally I thought you were gonna say you don't know tournament. this, but Matt Damon's from Boston. I was gonna be like, you know, it's crazy. I did know that. <laughs> Massachusetts. I saw him bring it up. 
I think, <laughs> and I think this is where he goes, you know, Super Saiyan. This is where, <laughs> this is, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'll go Super Saiyan on her ass. Jordan, that is a fun character, is guys from Boston reading anime. Oh, he's Super Saiyan. <laughs> so this is, uh, Joan is vulnerable here because uh, you, you expect no one's better at hitting women than men from Boston. And <laughs> now, but you know, uh, famously, okay, who's uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg, also from Boston? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or was he from Philly? Mark Wahlberg's from Boston for sure. Trouble, He's the most Boston past, Beat up a uh, beat up a shopkeeper. Famously, does Matt Damon have that kind of dark? skeleton in his closet or is he the charming nice he is a little more i think matt damon is pretty worried about his uh image he's worried about his image which is a guy who doesn't look like he cares about his image does he have a doc a doc passenger though (laughs) (laughs) i think something has to drive damon to be that like um exacting you know what i mean joan does joan uh call into question his mother and how she raised him i don't think we're taking into account that matt damon might be tired from carrying ben affleck to this fight (laughs) (laughs) yeah ben's here too he's drinking up one of those giant coors lights in the crowd get him boy he always told me that the happiest he'll ever be is when he shows up for a fight and matt damon's not there (laughs) (laughs) and it was goodwill hunting not goodwill killing sure this is there this is go. true, which is an alternate title. I have a hard Maybe time rooting uh, rooting. Sense. I have a hard time um picking someone who won't beat Joan Holloway because she so rarely lost. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't it was never that she was the richest, and it was never that she was like f- first, if that but she was with the least, did the most. Yeah. Like the gap between her start and finish spot is so huge. That yes. I just I, I don't know if there's anyone smarter than her in that show. Because when you well, think about like Don Draper, not that smart. He's good at ad stuff, yeah. but he's kind of an idiot. He gets caught doing yeah. everything wrong. Oh yeah. And Roger doesn't care that he's not smart. He's charming. Yeah. Peggy, yeah. smart, but no real street smarts. Mm-hmm. I think Joan is just like I think she's as smart as, as any uh uh I, I she would know Matt Damon's weakness better than maybe even us. It's it's he is the kind of like He's the kind of like alpha built up guy that she fully understands, I think. Yeah, I think she could get him to uh, exhaust his resources in some sort of poor investment opportunity. I think yeah. she could charm him into vulnerability. <laughs> oh my God, Kyle, I think you got it. She could Is charm him into vulnerability. Kind of she'd, be like, she'd be like, you did do so good getting here, Matt. Yeah, she knows, she knows how to manipulate suckers and add guys. And if Matt Damon's one weakness is that he's like a dork who likes crypto. Yeah, and I think like, his crypto commercial proved that he's This would be sucker. like in the bonus scene to Ocean's 13. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this would Go be on. like the deleted scene to Ocean's 13 when Matt Damon loses a fight to Joan Holloway. <laughs> loses a what hand, a deleted scene. Loses a hand of poker, and then the Mad Men theme plays. It's a, cross, <laughs> it's a crossover event of the year. I think. I think we're all on the same page here, y'all. I think... Boy, 
Ah, jeez, I'm is just it that easy. I mean, like Damon is. I, I, he's, he's sure, you really could always know. argue Matt Damon would shoot her in the face. Like yeah, it's Matt like Damon there's an argument to be made that he, he would shoot her in the face. Pen. But is is he? I don't see. I just see Joan winning the fight without having to do yeah. much. The like, island craves balance, and I think if they're balanced out, Joan is the kind of the clear winner. Yeah, but I mean, in what sense is she? Is she? Does she simply pluck pluck his mind from him and yes, and place it on the on the mat and say, "You are mine," as all the others who fell before you. I don't are even you, know. Matt Damon got taken down by a comedian pretending to be a therapist. I think that <laughs> <laughs> he got taken down by something not being his fault once. I think yeah. that that she would be able to get inside his head. I, th- I think she offers him a role. He, she, she, because uh, she does become a producer in Mad Men. Mm. She offers him a role in the cryptocurrency movie. Mm. He plays, he plays John Bitcoin, and <laughs> his, his thing is that he has to do a, uh, so many algorithms. Uh, he has to do so many calculations a second. He can do them like nobody and, else. And he, and what does Matt Damon do? He commits. He tries he to do. Yeah, she, she John Henry's him. He tries to outdo the machine. She it exhausts him, and his head explodes. She tries to she 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 shows up, and she's already delayed the fight. You know, so that they can work on a project together. I had to get in the room with you, Mister Damon. Yeah. I've got an idea. She hits him with this Johnny Bitcoin movie. Talks about her, all the fights she's won on the way here was just to get in this room. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And now she's here. She's got the contract. She's got the paper. She's got the pen ready to ink it they go and they do this you know this movie about the guy who discovered bitcoin inside that computer Um, she tells him she's like matt damon upper middle class whites are gonna love this movie yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i think i think the john henry aspect comes when it destroys him it's such a tank it tanks so hard that uh nobody else will hire him and finally she is the only person he has left at which point she snaps the neck of the now weakened and depraved and fully subservient Matt Damon, a, a star. He yells, "I need blue cubes!" And no one. <laughs> <laughs> the cubes. Uh, Bring me cubes. Man, those cubes. They'll be our undoing, much like they were the undoing of Matt Damon. Joan Holloway takes it. March Madman. Feels wow, fitting. It, it feels fitting. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! It truly does. It does feel like like she would if this were if this were a, a TV series, she would be sitting on the pile of corpses, and it would make a good poster. You know, it would. <laughs> mm-hmm. it she would. maybe could have only been taken down by uh, consistency if that was in the bracket somewhere. <laughs> the, the idea of consistency or someone being honest twice like i'm trying to think what could have taken joan holloway down someone listening yeah yeah they're like this it didn't play to her advantage because the bracket was like mostly stupid men mostly dum-dums yeah really 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 she could have been taken down by uh respect is probably the thing yeah. that could have caught her off guard. And you know, I was trying to look for an angle. I was trying to be like, you know, Matt Damon is not the the disparate, disrespectful Marky Mark of this of the world. He is uh he's kind of a nice polite fella, but at the end I think you're right. He's just he's just a another dum dum and Joan's going to cut through him like butter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. plus Matt Damon has the uh the the 
deficit of being a real guy. Joan Holloway is yeah. a fictional character, yeah. and uh, yeah. thus has all the powers there therein. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you know, you, honestly, looking at the bracket, who maybe would have been a, a foil for Joan? It's just the earnestness of Matt Dillon. And also we were to... honestly we were talking about how um uh he's kind of a goofy leading man. He's got a goofy charm to him and sure. he's a silly Billy. And we know that uh Joan Holloway, uh or at least the actress who plays Joan Holloway likes the silly Billy. So maybe he would have been her weakness in that sense, kind of an anti-Joan silly hunk. But that's not yeah. what happened. Joan Holloway took the cup yeah and is and the she maddest really, she man really had all. like the right path too like mm-hmm. she didn't face that's how it has to work out the... for you it's hard you know you gotta mm-hmm. make take advantage of what you did but i think yeah she... strength of schedule she had a good she had a good strength <laughs> schedule. absolutely you put ding, in the work ding, in the ding. regular season to get yourself set up for these types of things yeah and you exactly. get you, you put yourself you, you play the game and you put yourself in the right position to snap the neck of a of an unsuspecting <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon and we salute you Joan Holloway it had to be done he needs to he needs to get out of sci-fi and this is the only way uh but what if he's kind of funny in the movie all right <laughs> well now I'm listening uh, hear me out Matt so Damon much. wears the same space suit he's had this past 10 years <laughs> I'll dust it off. but he's a little smarmy oh, all right I'll dry clean the space suit because it <laughs> smells boy it smells you um, see these potatoes Kyle, thank you so much for joining us on the island. What an episode! What a what a what a return! I feel great to the island. I feel great. You One feel of my great. favorite television characters becomes the victor. Yeah, yeah. Um, what we this was a short act. Do we want to sneak in, a, just squeak in, uh, like a, a crazy quick fight for the fans? Oh man, for sticking with us through Mad Men. I mean, is there for sticking is there someone... with us through thick and thin? If okay, if I know that we had a little controversy with mm-hmm. Bobby Boucher not advancing, mm-hmm. is there another Jordan in our bracket? Do you remember another guy like some sort of consolation have? final? Yeah, do you remember someone you thought would have advanced that didn't? Because mine is Bobby Boucher, that's the one I'm like shocked about. No, honestly, the Bobby, <laughs> Boucher, the Bobby Boucher one, <laughs> no, Kyle's. <laughs> I was gonna say no, but and you fucking railroaded me, dog. I don't know why it's so funny. He, like set you up so well. No, He's like, do you over. have any sort of thing that could prolong this for a couple more minutes for all those people who listen? No, yeah. no, no. That's the end of it. <laughs> um, all right, now it that really is over. Kyle, you're not allowed to bring a soundboard. What I'm soundboard? Afraid. No, that's the end of it. That's what are you talking about? Me. You've come to the island. You've insulted my house. <laughs> What soundboard? That is my, I have a band here. <laughs> <laughs> a live band. Um, mm, no, the answer is no. Bobby Boucher. I think we should fight Bobby Boucher versus an alternate uh, Adam Sandler verse character. We also have Barry Egan in this from, from Punch Drunk Love. Barry Egan versus Bobby Boucher. An upset Boucher. man versus an angry man. Yeah. Yeah, this works for Kyle has that Adam Sandler's movie specific podcast. Never seen it. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is his are the only ones I've seen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm star- I, I've only seen I watched post 2014 Adam Sandler. I haven't seen any of the other ones. What's this what's Bobby Boucher? 
we could also do Venom versus Morbius. I leave it up to you. Oh, my, my nicknames for the Water Boy and Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> That's what I call my boobs. Venom, Venom and Morbius. Morbius. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the we can't do Venom and Morbius because that is the joke that they'll do it for us. <laughs> that is literally what they think they're building up to. Oh yeah. Uh, who 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 would win, Kyle? By uh, uh, Boucher uh, versus Barry Egan. Club. Barry, I think Barry Egan uh, would have weapons. I believe Bobby Boucher would not use weapons and maybe would get angry, but he has such a specific trigger, Bobby Boucher. Yeah. You have to yeah. be upset about water. It's such a specific trigger. <laughs> you have to love or, Gatorade. Or like his mama. Or, or, yeah, well, or yeah, something later like that. On, he, later on, he becomes able to visualize his mother on anyone, and I think he could visualize you but, know, his so mother both of these on the whole submarine of, of these, and just kind of yeah. plow his way through it. Both of these men are it. kind of triggered by women who've emotionally abused them in their families. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just see it would be like if, if Bobby Boucher got triggered enough and, and like pictured his mom on Barry Egan, um, I Which still would be think easy to do because she looks a lot like him. I just think Barry Egan, after everything he went through, would own a gun. And I think he would just have a yeah. little gun. And I think he would have a fun little gun. Maybe not fun, um, but it rhymes. And no, I think a fun gun that has the voice <laughs> of uh, Rob Schneider. And... <laughs> <laughs> hey, shoot me. Um, Use guns to solve the problem. This is a tangent. I saw right before COVID, I saw Adam Sandler at Dynasty Typewriter. Mm-hmm. It was like the last thing I saw, you know, like mm-hmm. March, like. 10th or 9th or something and he mm. was so funny but rob schneider opened for him mm. and he rob schneider came out in like a vest and like a newsboy cap mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's like adam sandler came out he's like hey my buddy rob's gonna tell some jokes and rob schneider came out no one knew it was gonna happen and mm. rob schneider immediately goes this barry this bernie sanders guy what is up with him and then starts doing <laughs> the worst bernie sanders impression you've ever Whoa! heard and saying like uh, everything should be free i want free things and after i kid you not 30 to 40 seconds adam sandler got on the god mic and goes all right robbie you're bombing i'm gonna get you off the stage (laughs) (laughs) and then he just started the show made rob schneider go in the green room and he goes he goes that's my friend i couldn't not let him do it but holy shit wow that's that's incredible it was uh if that was all planned then i like rob schneider yeah. yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it wasn't. It but I like pick from everything you know about Rob Schneider, that was not absolutely. I just not. think I can Barry Egan win if it's a murder suicide. I was wow. really hoping you were going to say like like thirty seconds, and it became apparent that Rob Schneider thought that he was talking about Gandalf. You know, he <laughs> thinks that Bernie Sanders and Gandalf are the same person. He was Bernie confused. the Gray. Remember when he came and saved his habits? Why didn't the Eagles just help, you know? You know what? I thought he was trying to conserve fuel, but he kept saying, fly, you fools. I just. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he meant not private. I give this one. I give this one to Boucher, uh, Bobby Boucher. I think that he looks like himself and that would freak him out. And he would be like, mama says you. And then he would like uh, saw him in half like that. You know, remember the start of Ghost Ship? Yes, I do. With the wire. Yes. Yeah. Swing. Where they were doing the vernacular. The vernacular. Remember that funny scene in Ghost Ship where they're confusing Matt Damon? Stop. (laughs) Cool it with the vernacular, and then they finally cut him in half. (laughs) This would be a good fight. Uh, I think either way, quick. Yeah. Yeah. I Man, I think I got to go. I think 
okay, I think Egan just walks around with anger all the time. And mm -hmm. I think Bobby, it's got to be summoned. And I also think like the way Bobby seeing Barry look like him and being confused, Barry Egan hates himself. And so it would be easier for him to fight someone who looks just like him. Right. Oh, wow. That's, I, oh, think, that, wow. I think I got to give it, I got to give it to Barry. Just Egan. tell him it's, <laughs> it's not another person. It's just a reflection of you in a sliding glass door. Egan, <laughs> yeah. Egan wants to kick his own ass. That right. makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Boucher, yeah. Bobby Boucher simply must because all the people around him want it to happen. Yeah. Uh, he, he he would jump at the opportunity. You're right. Egan takes it in the bonus match. Ding, ding, ding. But most importantly, Joan Holloway is your maddest man, everybody. We've done it. Uh, that's 45 minutes. I'm calling that an episode. If you want more, <laughs> go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon. You can get uh, some additional content every month. We do a couple of episodes of something we call Scuffle Peninsula, named by former Fight Island guest Kyle Ayers. Kyle Ayers. Look at that. Absolutely. Full circle. Coral Coast is going to be the the offshoot of that. Argument Fjord. <laughs> Argument Fjord. Dis Fjord for our Danish neighbors. Our Danish yeah. wanted something specific. Disagreement Beach. Disagreement Beach, my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we agree while we're here? No. Ah! We're already not try. doing it. <laughs> Disagreement Beach. This premise is getting aged. <laughs> Kyle, where can people who don't, who don't know where you are on the internet find you on the internet? Uh, I'm at Kyle Ayers Places. I got a podcast called Never Seen It, where comedians rewrite movies they've never seen, and it's yeah. coming back here pretty soon. And we're doing a live one in Los Angeles soon. So find me online. Hell yeah. Do all yeah. of that swiftly. Sam, how about you? Uh, as always, on Twitter, at Vote Sam Wiles. And I'll, I'll tweet out what I'm doing stand-up-wise and, uh, and uh, any other things, podcasts and stuff. And uh, go over to iTunes. Give us a rating. Yeah. yeah. Five stars. Already. Anything less than five is none, as we like to say <laughs> draconically at the end of our podcast. <laughs> I'm Razor Lou all over the place. I've been playing a lot of Twitch lately. Come hang out with me on Twitch. I want some of that Twitch money so I can get one of those Twitch headbands and dye my Twitch hair, Twitch colors. It's all I want. It's all I want. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that does it for another episode of Fight Island. Sam, why don't you count us down, pal? Three, two, one. All right, break it up. It's all over for Fight Island. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.